everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Let's Not. I'm Sam. And I'm Michelle. Happy Friday, everyone. Happy Friday. I'm so excited for this week's episode. Guys, we are going to get back into Vanderpump Rules. Apologies to everyone that is still not watching. That's a mistake, but it's fine. I get it. Uh, We had one person comment last week asking if last week's episode would have any Vanderpump Rules in it. So we're going to go ahead and take that as a big green light to just talk about it again. (laughs) Vroom, vroom. (laughs) But before that, you got anything? Got any fun, fun stories? Girl, not fun. Oh. But because it because it made me sad, I now have to like pass it on to you. Oh, God. Oh, God. It's like smile. Pretty much. <laughs> okay. So yesterday, um, yesterday was like just an emotional day because I was dreading therapy because I realized like I get pissed off. Like I'm in the phase of where I kind of get annoyed that I'm gonna be going to therapy on like a certain day I'm like oh I'm Mm -hmm. dreading it because it's gonna be stupid and I don't want to talk about this and I don't want to feel like this and like it's uncomfortable and I just don't like this stage so I was already like crying about that I actually cried a lot in therapy like the whole time like from the get-go and then um I was kind of like not pissy towards Joe but I was just like kind of pissy towards Joe because <laughs> he wasn't helping me with Raven and I was like trying mm. to tell him um because she almost had an accident in the house and so he was just like sitting there and I was cleaning up a little bit but she still needed to go and he's like what do you want me to do and it's like I don't I don't like telling you what to do because yeah. you, know, you know what mm-hmm. you need to do like how many mm-hmm. times do I deal with this and tell you like I literally tell you and so I'm like, nothing, because I'm like, I'm going to clean it up, and then I'm just going to take her out. And then he's like, are you going to take her out? Like, she's just going to take a shit in here. And I'm like, Joe, if she's going to take a shit, I want her to do it outside. Like, if she does it in here, that's fine. But yeah. I'm not just, I don't like just being like, it's okay, Raven, like, go ahead, because she knows that yeah. she's not supposed to do that. It's fine if she does, but she's going to try to hold exactly. it in. So then I take Raven out, and he's like, you taking her out? And I'm just like... Yes, I'm taking her out. And he gets frustrated, of course, when she has accidents. And then it gets me frustrated because mm-hmm. I'm like, Raven doesn't comprehend your frustration towards her. So I'm the one that's getting it. And it yeah. stresses me out. And I literally pick up so many accidents of hers that it's like, if I'm fine with it, like, I don't need you stressing about it or getting frustrated when you're not the one cleaning it up all the time. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I was, I went outside and I just had like a lump in my chest because I was already stressed out from the day, stressed out about Raven, stressed out about Joe with the situation. So I'm like trying to do some deep breaths and I go outside and girl. Okay. So there is this type of bird. I try to Google them all the time because they are like, they fucking hate me. Like they okay. Last summer, they would fly by my head trying to attack me and they would yell at me thinking that I was going to get into their nest. Like they are, they're motherfucker birds. Oh, wow. And I'm always like, you better fucking stay away from me. And I, (laughs) like, I would have to swing the leash because I'm like, you're not hitting me. I would, I would jingle. No, Michelle, because I would scream, but I didn't want people to know that I was scared of these birds. Uh They're going to attack me. But I would jingle my keys, like, just to try to ward them out of my bubble. 
So they've been around recently because they're like doing their little nesting and their little baby Mm -hmm. eggs and stuff. And they've been yelling at me and I went out front and I'm just like, all right, we're not going to go by the tree because I don't feel like getting yelled at the bird because it's stressful as heck. So already having a bad day, (laughs) already having a bad day. Raven decides to go a different way. And I'm like, fine, girl, Mm -hmm. girl, I, I see the most awful thing it was so traumatic so I walk and I see like this little hustle tuffle with some birds and immediately I see a big ass crow Uh uh-huh and I see all these little other birds like trying to attack this crow and I'm like what's going on and I try to like get a little closer and I see a little baby bird on the cement and the crow is literally trying to pick up this baby bird to fly away to fucking eat it and uh-huh. all the birds are like yelling at it and I'm trying to like go because I wanted to like scammer the bird away so the baby would be okay but Raven was moving too slow <laughs> and girl the fucking crow literally flew away with the baby hanging out of its uh-huh. mouth and like the little baby bird was yelling and his little head was flopped over like just hanging out of his little beak and uh-huh. he's like yeah. it was awful Michelle so then crow flies up with the bird in its mouth and I'm just like oh my god like what is happening (laughs) like I was looking up like it was nope and jean jacket was flying over I was like oh my god (laughs) all those birds like literally 50 birds flew out of the tree and just started going after the crow and I'm just Uh like oh lord how is this gonna end and I was just yelling and I was like oh my god and there were people that I know kind of in my building and they were walking in and out and I'm like are you guys watching this (laughs) and they're just like not even knowing what's going on yeah So then I just, the bird flies away and I'm just like, oh my gosh. And I keep looking around because I'm like, what if the, what if the bird fell on the ground Mm. and it's still alive? Like, what will I do in this situation? And I'm just like, so devastated and I'm already worked up. So then I go inside. Mm -hmm. Before I go inside, there's a, there's an old gentleman that lives in our building and like Raven loves him. She always stops to say hi when he's smoking outside and he'll say hi to her and it's just like an everyday routine that they have with each other. And I'm like worked up and we pass him and he like starts to pet Raven and he's like, I really love this dog. And I was like, I like got emotional. I'm like, she loves you. And he goes, does she? I said, you're like her number one person in the building. You give the best mm-hmm. pets, she told me. And he was like, I really hope she loves me as much as I love her. And I was like, oh, she does. Like, Everyone literally loves Raven in the building. Mm -hmm. It's crazy. So anyways, go up to the apartment. I'm like, all right, I need to tell Joe a few things. I need to tell him it doesn't help the situation when he gets frustrated because then it Mm -hmm. frustrates me. So I tell him that. And then I'm like, two things. Don't get frustrated. The second thing, I saw the most awful thing. So I explained (laughs) the whole situation. And I'm literally bawling. And he's like, like, Sam, it's like just part of nature. And I'm like, I know, but why did I have to see Mm -hmm. it? Like, it's going to be in my brain for three weeks. That's all I'm going to think about for now. And I was like, those birds are just so sad. Like, can you imagine? Like the baby bird, Joe. And I was just like bawling. And I was like, those birds would probably feel so much sadness. And that's why I'm sad. And he's Mm -hmm. like, man, he goes, if I would have seen it, I would have been like, wow, that's amazing. And I'm like, Joseph. And I'm like, no, it's not. It's sad. And he's like, it is sad. But like, you're witnessing like nature work. And I'm like, that's not the point. And so Mm. 
I just kept crying about the baby bird. Yeah. And I was like, I'm sorry. I'm just having a really bad day. And I just oh. was like crying so much and fucking. Bur- and I was like, every time now I go outside and see those birds, I'm going to think of it. And mm-hmm. then I realized, because I normally I always wear black, Raven's black. And I'm like, what? A- they probably think we're the crow. <laughs> they think I'm a big crow, Michelle. They think Raven's a crow. <laughs> so I'm like, I next time I see that crow, I'm going to get him. And Joe's no. like, yeah, but he has to eat. Like, would you mm-hmm. rather him die? And I'm like, Joe, that's like if I ate a baby. You don't eat <laughs> your own your own species. You don't do it. <laughs> like go eat some bugs go eat yeah. a snake why do you have to eat a baby bird yeah yeah it's not right it's fucked up it's evil <laughs> <laughs> so do you have a newfound appreciation for the birds you're not yes. scared of them anymore okay. i'm not scared of them i'm like yeah you fuck people up if they get close to your nest mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah you get it now i get it now no because like the other day before this happened they were like yelling at us and I told Joe I was like Joe go stand under that bird so he gets a little stressed and so Joe like (laughs) stood under him and he started yelling at Joe and now I feel bad for that (laughs) (laughs) now I regret that I regret that I regret (laughs) that I raised that bird's blood pressure (laughs) oh wow well that sucks I hate that girl but the baby bird his little Mm -hmm. head it was just so sad to see. It was Ugh. just hanging there. He didn't I, know what was going on. No. Ugh. And they're so like weird looking and like just skin at that point. Oh. But I'm like, man, like, yeah, you definitely got. Mm. That reminds me of a time that I remember the boys went to the skate park once in Beverly Mm -hmm. and they were down there and there was this hawk that kept going into the field right next to them and pulling pulling up little baby bunnies (gasps) and like every five minutes they would just hear like a squealing thing go overhead and they would look up and it's the hawk and it like happened like five times in a row in like a half an hour and I was just like why are you you know of course Jake comes home and he's just like the craziest thing happened I'm like why are you telling me this I want to cry forever I know (laughs) and I told Joe I was like it's your fault like this is all your fault obviously because you should have taken Raven out I I never would have seen it and he was like I he's like I kind of wish I did see it because that's Mm -hmm. just amazing See, you're missing out, Joe. He's like, I wish I would have seen it so you didn't have to. I'm like, sure, because then you would have seen it and then you would have come inside and told me all about it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but you wouldn't have the visual. So it'd be like, even with the hawk and the bunnies, like, right. I don't have the visual was the worst thing. Yeah. And I was so close to them, Michelle. I'm just like, if I Mm. would, if I ran a little faster, I could have (laughs) helped. But girl, I was like, I was like, I'm gonna fuck that crow. I'm no. like, wait, <laughs> dude, crows have like really good memories, and that crow would fuck with you for the rest of your life. Don't fuck with crows. And it's so weird though, because Joe and I have been walking, and literally, it's normal, but it's like been magnified in my mind. Is that they've literally been like cawing so loud, like it's been haunting. And I tell mm-hmm. Joe, I'm like have you noticed all of the crowing? Like, it's kind of scary. And he's like, oh, wow, I didn't notice it. And then when he does, he's like, wow, that's like kind of scary. So yeah. what if, no, <laughs> like, what if I saw the future? No, 
No, but that and I was like, I'm just gonna Google. Maybe I can protect the nest or like put bells on the tree or something. Like that fucking mm. crow. <laughs> and I used you're to like, fuck I'm gonna fuck crows. up the rest of your life. <laughs> I used to fuck with crows, like little yeah. spooky birds. But I didn't know that you ate your own kind. Mm. Yeah. You know what I learned recently what? as a fucking 34 year old woman. <laughs> Um, so my friend Susan, she's a marine biologist at Mystic Aquarium, and I was on her Snapchat the other day, and so uh, a mother duck, a mother duck and her ducklings got into like a different enclosure or like a tank or something. So she had to go and like scoop them and bring them back to the pond, and so she did that, and then she was like keeping people updated with it, and she was like, oh, some of the fish are eating the ducklings. Like, and there's only two of them left. I was like, I was just like, wait, fish eat ducks? And she was just like, oh, yeah, no, like fish and frogs, they'll eat ducklings. And I'm like, what? I never knew that. I assumed fish and frogs ate like bugs and plankton and seaweed. Like, I never thought that they could eat baby ducks. I don't like that. I don't either. That's, (sighs) I was like, what? I thought maybe like obviously like sharks and like bigger fish yeah they might eat bigger things but I also even thought then like they just eat other fish that's what I thought they eat baby ducks I don't like that when we've been going on our walks we'll go to the ocean and there's been like a little group of ducklings Mm -hmm. and I even I was like Joe do you think the seagulls eat the baby ducks because a seagull like they're fucking, yeah. they're trash birds I love them but people call them like trash birds I think yeah I don't know yeah. anyways I love them I think they look like puppies they're so cute but I'm like they're huge and they yeah. have huge beaks and mouths yeah. like I'm sure that they could just swallow a little duckling but mm-hmm. ugh, the world is it's an evil world I know it's you don't realize the different food chains you think it's one way and it's a it's a whole nother way <laughs> learn something new every day science (laughs) um damn okay well (laughs) anything traumatic with you nothing traumatic but I wanted to tell you this story because I went into like a little uh rabbit hole but a local one okay oh Um, really yeah yeah and it's like I won't like name actual names or places, but so I was on Instagram yesterday and I saw, I will name this. So there's an Instagram account called Salem Trash mm-hmm. 09, what's the 01970? Whatever the sure. area. Yeah. The zip yeah. code of Salem. Um, and they just post really disgusting pictures of like trash <laughs> around Salem, the bathroom. Actual the Salem witch- stuff. <laughs> yeah. Salem stuff, but just like the grossness of it. Uh-huh. So it's always the like. realness. The- yeah, the bathroom at which city mall, like shit like that. Um, fireball nips everywhere. They exist literally in every crevice and nook and cranny. Uh-huh. But so they posted a picture of this flyer of a local tattoo shop that was somebody had placed on a car and it said, do not get tattooed by so and so. I took them to court. I won two times over and just like a litany of things against this person at this tattoo shop. And so, and I had heard things about this person before. So I was just like, oh shit. And so I was like, okay, well, if they're going around Salem putting flyers on cars, there's definitely like a Google or Yelp review to go along with this. 
So then I was just like, well, let me check out some reviews. So then I was like reading the Google reviews and there's just, I feel like there's like a lot of one stars for, there's like 50 reviews and at least 10 or 15 of them were one stars, mm-hmm. which is a pretty outrageous like ratio. Um, and all of them were very much the same. Like this person's so fucking rude. They have like horrible customer service. Most of it was customer service related, but there were a few where it's like, I paid like x amount of dollars and this is the tattoo i got and girl the tattoo jesus christ oh Uh, hell no so i was just like god damn and so then i went over to facebook and i didn't go to their exact page but i just like not googled i just searched their name Mm -hmm. and the majority of things that obviously popped up was just posts that they had done and legitimately sam this person was just complaining nonstop, like just passive aggressively making comments like uh, when so-and-so walks in and wants a $200, $200 tattoo for $10 or whatever. And just like complaining about customers, just complaining about generic, like touristy things, just, just on the shops, Facebook on their own. But oh, like, whoa. but it's just like, how are you the most negative person ever? And like, you've run a front facing business. Like mm-hmm. maybe this wasn't the the avenue for you to go down or whatever yeah but then I was just like thinking I was like Jake's been at the shop for like two years he you know is at the front desk he deals with most of the clients or whatever and it's like I would say in the last two years that he's worked there he's maybe told me about like one possibly two clients that were you know a little out of hand or like an interesting story that happened Mm -hmm. it's like you this other person has this happened to him five times a day it's like how do you not have the self-awareness to realize maybe it's not everybody else in the world and maybe I'm the fucking common denominator Mm -hmm. like I don't get people that are that unaware I don't think they'll ever be I don't think they'll ever be aware it's so crazy to me it's like I'm not even kidding Sam like every single post on that he has ever posted is so negative is so like fucking bitchy and like Ew. rude about clients and just like oh this isn't that blah 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 just and it it's also like generic mm-hmm. comments too like it calls everybody a Karen and oh my god on like the Google reviews oh damn everybody that did a one star they replied to it and continued to just be a dick and nasty and I'm Whoa. like, wow. So you just like truly double down and like really take no accountability, no Whoa. constructive criticism. Like Jesus Christ. It's like I get replying to some of the reviews when mm-hmm. you're not in the wrong, but it's like people are going to see the way that you're interacting with these other customers of yours and it's going to be a turn off for them. Like I would oh, be like, God, yeah. okay, you must be crazy. Mm-hmm. And then all that's another thing that I don't get kind of going along with like that person posting kind of venting about their job. Like there's people that I follow that do that. And I'm just like, mm-hmm. why don't you get another, like a different job or like, yeah. why are you so miserable? Like, why are you using Facebook to complain about, oh, when a person walks in for, it's like, shut the fuck up. (laughs) Just do your goddamn job. Yeah. Like you have a, if you're an employee and it's not your business, I kind of get that because Mm -hmm. it's like, but it's like, if you're going to soon have a reputation, I mean, it sounds like you already do. Oh yeah. Passing out flyers. 
that was I mean that's what like triggered this like rabbit hole they but took I was them like, to court yeah do you yeah. know like what for maybe just that they paid for a shitty tattoo and they're like I want my money back yeah there's like two wow. pictures you couldn't really see it on the like based on the photo that was on the fly or whatever but mm-hmm. it said like I asked for a certain thing and they fucking fucked up my whole upper arm with something I didn't ask for, brought them to court, got two times the amount that I asked for. Like nobody go to this person. He hates all of his clients. He hates everybody. And I know this because I used to be a friend of his. It was, it was a fucking, and I'm like, yeah. And this person is going around putting flyers on people's cars. Like this is, this has uh, transcended just social media hate or like bad reviews that's yeah, past like, oh. yelp <laughs> i know i was like oh there must be a corresponding yelp or a google review to this if they're Whoa. at the flyer game now um no but that was a that was an interesting one to go down i'll, I'll let you know the okay so that you yeah let me know it. it's like i mean even if i you know, I don't actually, I've never been to that shop. I don't know anybody right. or anything like that. But it's like when you, when people tell you like, oh my God, check this person's like Yelp reviews out. Whoa. It was like one of those where I was just like, wow, this should be like a BuzzFeed article. Yikes. Whoa. <sighs> but anyway. Yeah. Well, and it's like, it's one thing when per- a person leaves bad reviews because it's like, it could be where they're just being sour. Yeah, exactly. But it's because, like, if you're complaining on your personal Facebook mm-hmm. about this, like, it, you're putting two and two together. Like, oh, yeah, you it's are you. the problem. Yeah, you're the problem. Because there was like one or two reviews where it's like, okay, well, that's on you. Like somebody complained that they paid $100 for uh, two letters. And it's like, okay, well, that's the shop minimum. So mm-hmm. you know what it is. And then get more of a tattoo. That's Make not on them. It. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, but most of them were, it's just like, oh, wow, this person seems horrendous to deal with. And also it's like when you're getting a tattoo done too, like you have to sit with this person for a few hours and if it's like, oh, oh my gosh, like my skin would crawl. I'd be like, I would regret every single minute I was getting tattooed by that person. I'd be like, wow, you're treating me like an idiot and making uh-huh. me like shit. And I'm letting you tattoo your artwork and I'm going to be paying you for yep. this. Yep. And then I have to tip you because I'm a millennial and I'm never going to not tip somebody. (laughs) I got to tip you. And then I got to think of your face every time I look at this tattoo. Mm -hmm. Oh my God. There was one that was so crazy. I'll tell it very quick because we have more than enough to talk about with Vanderpump Rules. But one of them, it was like a girl went and got some flowers done by that person, fucking hated them. Ended up rebooking with a different artist and at the same shop, like, at the same shop to Whoa. add to it and like kind of fix it a little bit. But her like boyfriend went in and he was the one that left the review, but he was the one that went in and scheduled the appointment and stuff and let them know like, oh, uh, she started it with this person, but she uh, she doesn't like the way it's going, but she just wants to add to it or whatever. So she does it. The original tattoo artist, the guy, the the person that um, I've been talking about, I guess, walks in, notices it and just like kind of walks away. The new tattoo artist that fixed it and added to it texts her the next day and says like, um, what did he say? He was like, I feel like you were scamming me yesterday. You don't realize like how much shit I got into because you told me that 
they had only done so much of the tattoo and somebody else worked on it. And now that person is giving me a lot of like shit this morning because I don't know if you are unaware of like tattoo, like, uh, practices but like you don't just jump in on somebody else's tattoo and all this other stuff and he goes so at the end of the day either you're a douchebag for letting me do that or you're just willfully ignorant and I'm like oh "Oh my god like that was so fucking uncalled for and rude for that new artist to do that but also the fact that the other artist is now making the other artist day a living hell because of it it's like Mm -hmm. oh my god it must suck to fucking work there damn well and it's like I not everyone knows that Mm -hmm. I feel like it should have been on him to check especially if it's the owner and if you Mm -hmm. already know he's an asshole or at look at look at the appointment books. Who was the last yeah. artist that they were with? Like yeah. I feel like you, if you know how crucial that is and how everyone knows that, I feel like you should have done. Yeah, it's on. It's more on that the yeah. artist that knows the the rules and regulations or yeah. whatever. That you know, people on the street don't know those things. No, and they sh- they shouldn't. I don't expect them to because that's not their job. Mm-hmm. It's not their. It's not the culture, the community. That yeah, you know. Yeah. And it is a little suspect to go to the same shop. If I was her, I would have just gone to a completely different shop and been like, I got this done on vacation. It fucking sucks. I'm never going to go to that person again. I'm never going to go to that place again. But can you help me out covering it up or fixing it up? I know that tattoo artists don't like doing that anyway. But, you know, going to the same shop where it's like the guy has 100% possibility of just like walking past or like noticing you. I don't know. I mean, maybe they thought that would be, that would, maybe they were like, it's better than nothing. Kind of like, maybe they think it's like a haircut. It's like, well, if you don't like one stylist, they'll put you with another one. Exactly. I mean, yeah, it is fucking awkward. And some people do get pissed off, like, but it's like, Mm -hmm. you just can't take it personally. No. And also that uh, the new tattoo artist shouldn't have brought them back into it. It's like, all right, deal with like him being an asshole for you to that day to like, then pass it on to the client and be like, you really put me in a fucking tough spot. It's like, okay, well, I fucking definitely hate this shop now. Damn. How inappropriate and unprofessional, all of it. Yeah, totally. That I have a tattoo that I'm not crazy about. And Joe's Mm -hmm. always like, Get someone to like cover it up or redo it. I'm like, Joe, no one will do that. They he's will. Like, he's like, you just got to find someone who will like fix it and blah, blah, blah. I'm like, yeah. No, I wonder I mean, what makes them do it. Like, I, what's the, I wonder what the like, okay is where they're like, it's fine. Yeah. I don't know. I think it just like, you know, obviously if you got something done when you were young or you just don't like it, they don't mind covering it up or like fixing it and stuff, but what they truly don't want to do is if you have an outline by somebody else, like don't bring that to somebody to like fill it in or get it shaded or whatever, you Mm -hmm. know, like they don't, they're not about finishing somebody else's tattoo. Got it. And I think that's what that girl did is she started it with Mm -hmm. that person and then try to get it finished by somebody else, but try to act like she wanted it covered up and also said that she had somebody from a different tattoo shop also work on it. So it's like, okay, now you're going to three different artists to get the same tattoo worked on. Like, yeah, just call it a day. <laughs> Ooh. So. Oh, you're not to like 
you're gonna have to keep checking that facebook page i know it was juicy it was good juice Mm -hmm. okay are we ready for the juiciest peach that's ever existed gosh i'm scared oh my god i don't know how reality tv is gonna top it never will it never will and i think we just need to become aware of that and you know lower our expectations because we can't it, this all can't be the way it is all the time no. I feel like I have been really too invested in something that does not involve me Same. like this cannot be my life for every reality show that I watch so no we can't expect it well and I, I it's not that I expect it because I don't want stuff like this to happen mm-hmm. to real people. Cause it's like, yeah, they might be a reality star, but this is also their real life. But I think it just, I don't know. It was just so close to home, if that makes yeah. sense. I mean, if this happened on The Housewives, I don't, it wouldn't be. I'd be like, oh, no. that fucking sucks. But just because you've been with them so long and you kind of mm-hmm. see the growing pains of like, I'm... Of Ariana, I mean, I mean, some people are like turning on her, and I'm like, what don't you get? Like, she's never been an asshole the whole time she's been on the yeah. show, and people are getting upset at some of the things she did say on uh the final part, part three of the reunion. Are they? Girl, they're literally they're. Mm, it's like hurting my heart a little bit, but I'm like, you guys don't understand, like she's never been a bad person she's never torn down people like mm-hmm. she's fucking she's never been a cheater right now never been a cheater never been awful to another girl always been very supportive of her friends of new people it's just mm-hmm. like just give give her a little bit of grace like she's, yeah. she's fucking hurt right now she's mad mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah and guess what she didn't get physical with anybody. She just cut them with their her words. So oh, get over yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. They deserved at least that. Mm-hmm. So I would be scratching. <sighs> um, yeah, no. And I think like it's been said so many times in so many podcasts that I've heard. It's like, why did this get so big? And you know, there's been so many cheating scandals, especially like in the Bravo universe and stuff. Like, why did this like kind of transcends? But I think a big part of it, like, obviously, it's the cheating and the length and it's the best friend and stuff. But I think you're right where it's like when it happens with the housewives, it's like these are people that have come onto the camera already in like relationships. We didn't see how they were. So if they break up, it's like, well, we don't know what their relationship is like. So, okay. But with this, it's like we saw literally how they got together their whole relationship all 10 years of it on camera obviously they keep certain things private and stuff but we were there from the beginning Mm -hmm. like so it almost feels like it's a friend couple that we saw get together and have this huge uh scandal and then break up and also they're around our age so I feel like yeah and most of the people that watch the show are in this age group so I Mm -hmm. think it it feels a little closer to home for sure. Yeah. And it's like, I, it's, I know some people are like, oh my God, it's just a show. Like you don't know these people. Why are you getting so invested? 
I know I don't know these people. Like, I'm well aware Ariana doesn't know me. She don't give a fuck about me. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm paying her bills. I yeah. that's fine. But it's like <laughs> you don't fuck with good people, okay? Yeah. You yeah. don't do it. Mm-hmm. She didn't deserve this. <laughs> no. And I think we've seen within our own lives, we've had people that have gone through similar situations. And it is so refreshing to see besides the people that are now like being like, she's taking it too far and stuff. But to see the woman that's been scorned actually come out on top because usually it's the other way. It's usually like, all right, go hide yourself. Nobody wants to be friends with you. We're going to be friends with like the dude and his new girlfriend. And I'm sorry, but you need to go find another friend group because we're going to side over here because it's easier. Mm -hmm. And so it's nice that that didn't fucking happen. Yeah. And she's getting all her fucking flowers. That girl. Girl. She really is. Like this. I mean, I know karma is a real thing. And it's Mm -hmm. I'm a firm believer of what you put out there definitely comes back to you. But Mm -hmm. sometimes you sometimes you just think that life isn't happening for you fast enough. And girl, this whole situation was a reminder that it's like, no, what's what's meant to be will be like just Mm -hmm. chill. (laughs) And it can pop at any time. You could be 45 and that's when everything comes to you. Like, you never know. It's insane, like, just how this has all played out for her. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah. And that's why I say, and I know you are too, and that's why I I believe this full heartedly. It's just like, just be a good person. Try to do the best you can. Try to be as helpful as you can to your friends. Like, just be as good as you can be and like give Mm -hmm. what you can because eventually that will come to you Mm -hmm. and it could come to you daily where it's like you know you don't have a lot of drama in your life yeah because you're not putting a lot of drama out there so doesn't have to be a Duracell ad that comes back to you (laughs) it could just be a a life well lived because seriously no illness Mm -hmm. someone pays for your coffee by chance Mm -hmm. every morning you go through the drive-thru like come on yeah so she she deserves every fucking cent she's getting and I don't care about anybody that's saying it's too much. Fuck you. Yep. <laughs> yep. All right. So <laughs> let's go through this because this last fucking episode, I think it was even better than the first part of the reunion. What I, do you think? I I was asking myself that and I think so. Just because we had Rachel out there. Mhm. Yeah. <sighs> Let me and, not be yeah. disrespectful and call her by Rachel. That comment, I'm just like, girl, that's not what that whole saying example that you're trying to say is not meant for you, Mm-mm. ma'am. It's Mm-mm. not meant for you. What are you talking about? No. And for anyone that's unaware, so Raquel slash Rachel, her legal name is Rachel. When she was six or seven, there was two other Rachels in her class. So she decided she wanted to start going by Raquel. Her whole family still calls her Rachel. They never took Raquel, but as she made new friends, she would introduce herself as Raquel, and that's how she went by. Um, and so, you know, Andy clears that up, and she goes, well, my family calls me Rachel, but my friends call me Raquel, and Ariana is like, well, it looks like you're Rachel now because you have no fucking friends. And she's just like, well, that's not how it goes. And then she's like, you know, you need to call people by their preferred names or else it's rude. And it's like, you do not get to act like these people are dead naming you. I know. You like, don't do that. That is not for you, girl. And then she probably told her to say that. I know. Absolutely. He did. Are you kidding me? You could tell exactly what was pre-rehearsed and what was 
like she had to think of at the moment because Mm -hmm. that's how clearly you can like tell how her brain works but no that's not for you and then she was like well Lala your your name's Lauren and whatever and Lala was just like yeah Lala's a nickname it's not you know if somebody calls me Lauren I'm not gonna like fly off the handle because Mm -hmm. Lala's my nickname and Lauren is my real name yeah she still didn't get it she didn't get it (laughs) She's like, well, I never changed my name to Raquel. And it's like, that's not what we're talking about. But okay. Anyway, so there was like a big bombshell that they put out at the last five minutes of the reunion. We're going to say it at the top because it really colors the whole reunion after you find out this information. Uh, Both me and Sam watched it air live. And then we rewatched it this morning and like rewatching it with the information you get at the end. I think that's what they meant by the bombshell because everyone's like, that's on a bombshell. We assumed they were sleeping together the whole time, but it's like, no, you can, once you know that and you mm-hmm. rewatch it and seeing that that was Tom's whole defense is that they only had sex that one time, then you could literally rewatch and be like, you're such a fucking liar. Everything yeah. you're saying is such a fucking lie. So Which is, is no surprise. It's yeah. No, it's like no one's going to, be- no one believed you that you only no. had sex once in the seven months that you've had this mm-hmm. affair. Yeah. But now it's confirmed for like, sure. Yeah. You were so scared to tell Ariana just because you had sex one time. Mm-hmm. It only, no. And he's, the fact that he was like, it only happened once. We weren't mm-hmm. fucking. We fucked. It only happened once. He's such a loser. I yeah. He has like the most punchable face I've ever seen in my life at this point. <laughs> um, so in Raquel's interview, what they originally had stated was that they had sex once in August, mid-August, but then stopped. Then they started an emotional affair in September after cameras went down and picked back things back up physically in January. So like they had restarted this relationship because they were so in love through this emotional affair that they had been having for the last few months that they started getting physical again in January. And then early March is when Ariana caught them. So it's like, well, we were only really cheating for a month is what they're trying to spin so that it doesn't seem that bad. One night stand in August and then truly only like an affair for a month is their fucking uh, narrative. No. So in when Raquel does her interview at the end, which was six days after the reunion, she I think she, it really actually was eating at her. And she was just like, we've been lying this whole time. It's out. We might as well just be truthful with everything. And you could I, it did actually make me and I want to know your your thoughts on it after I say what she said. But mm-hmm. it did make me feel a little bit more bad for her. That I, Oh, I just got chills. Michelle, I felt so bad, like, when she said everything and just when, like, uh, just, like, my heart broke for her, actually. A few points, because when the producer said, you look like you're in a lot of pain, like, my heart just, wa- mm-hmm. I just wanted to cry about stuff I was in pain about, and I'm just <laughs> like, oh, and you can just see her trying to hold yeah. it in, and then she's, like, almost starting to hyperventilate. And then the fact that she said, Tom is my only person that I have. Like, I'm already isolated, so I can't disappoint him. Otherwise, I will Mm -hmm. have no one. Like, she is literally, she's left with no one. So she has no other choice than to just go with whatever he says, which 
is um what is, that's like a predatorial thing like yeah. I don't like that mm-hmm. I don't like that and I I just was like oh Raquel like I felt bad when she started crying I just said out loud I was like oh Raquel like I wanted to cry because I did feel bad yeah yeah because I I truly don't think she has like a lot of emotional range and that's why she was so emotionless in the reunion part three because I think everyone's attacking so you're on defense regardless like you're gonna be a little bit on defense and she was emotionless which seems so fucking bizarre and weird but then in the interview after it's like you think still she should be more emotional but she did break down and she's like hyperventilating and yeah she's like in a cult of one with tom i know it's it's fucking it's sad to see and i truly I kept bouncing back and forth where it's like, I just kind of feel like she's not that intellectual or like smart or she's super manipulative and like cult, like cunning. Mm -hmm. But I truly think she's just like not that smart. And he truly took advantage of that. She still is completely wrong for everything that she did. Of course. Yeah. I, I truly don't think she's playing with a full deck. I kept going back and forth too. And I was going to ask you, Variety did a video and they interviewed like Sheena and Andy and some of the producers and they talked about the part three reunion. And Andy, he talked about, he thought it was so unusual that she was not showing a lot of emotion. And so he said, I didn't know if she just wasn't comprehending Mm -hmm. or if she was heavily medicated. And I was like- but that I feel like she, I I don't know. It could be a multiple reason thing because even when I watched it with Joe, he was like, "Wow, like she's really handling this. Like she's just taking all the punches." And so mm-hmm. I'm like, "Well, yeah, because she's probably Tom's probably." And it's like, is Tom telling her like you can't react because Ariana's going to react and it'll make her look bad? Like you just have to be calm. You can't let them make you freak out because then it's just gonna look bad was she Mm -hmm. medicated was she like there's nothing I can say did she not care it's I just I can't figure out which one yet but sometimes I'm like I don't think you do care yeah that's the thing it's like sometimes I'm like she really don't care in that interview the final one that we see with her I know I honestly, in my heart of hearts, I just truly think she doesn't fully comprehend things. And so even as it's coming at her, it's going to take her days to like truly process it all. And I think that's what happened. And that's why six days later, she was, yeah, she did that's the interview. Mm-hmm. I just think she processes things a lot slower. And, and I, I just think that's what it is. Um, so in that bombshell interview, she does fess up and say that they were having regular sex the whole time since it kicked off not just the one time um she went to his hometown several times and for christmas which they denied in part three Mm -hmm. uh and the biggest thing is that and this is when she broke down is that they did have sex the night that she stayed over when it was like the jacuzzi night it's one of the episodes um that she stayed at Tom Sandoval's house while Ariana was in Florida for her mother's funeral. So she did fess up to say that they actually did have sex that night, which they both denied at part three. Uh, She had asked him if Ariana would be okay with them becoming a thruple. And he said, absolutely not. She would never go for that. And he wanted to keep these lies the way that they were because he thinks it would be less hurtful to Ariana 
aka it would make them look better like that's why it has nothing to do with ariana or her feelings or like how she's going to be hurt it's like you already hurt her just tell her the full truth at that point it's Mm -hmm. because you are ashamed of what you have been doing yeah so that was it that was the bombshell interview at the end okay so the bombshell it's like we heard the rumors about her going to st louis we heard the rumors Mm -hmm. about her sleeping with him while ariana like right after her dog died and then when she went to the funeral her grandmother's funeral like we kind of figured that but the thing i was shocked about was they hooked up in mexico at sheena's wedding several times several times Mm -hmm. michelle like can you even imagine jake hooking up with someone at a hotel while you guys are there for your best friend's oh, no, no, wedding no. as if it's nothing like having mm-hmm. his own little mini vacation mm-hmm. while you're spinning this whole story that you have something going on with Schwartz and kissing him and I think that is who they were worried about because you know the reason everyone thought it was going to be this huge nuclear bomb is because the producer was like well I want the cast to see all of it in its entirety before they decide if they want to come back or not and I feel like and everyone's like, well, what would make Ariana not want to come back or Lala and stuff like that? I think they were actually talking about Schwartz because I think Schwartz possibly really thought it was that one time in August and that they probably started hooking back up again in September. But I don't think he knew about Mexico when he was like, when he kissed her. I don't think he was truly the decoy. And I feel like I don't think he wanted to kiss her either, but I think he just did it. And I feel like they lied to him about that specific timeline. And it was like, wow. But do you think he, because I feel like maybe after seeing it, he probably had a different reaction, but I just, I don't think he was all there either. Like, I don't think he was Mm. really paying attention to all the details. And I almost, I feel like they missed a lot of things in the reunion too. I feel like, like, I wish they would have, um, I don't know. I wish they would have had Allie and Rachel out at the same mm. time. I wish they would have like just asked them more specific questions. Like, I don't, I don't know. I just feel like a lot was missing kind of. Yeah. Yeah. You know what? I, it's just like details of things. And like, mm-hmm. I I wish Katie also would have asked a lot more questions. I mean, maybe she did and they just didn't show yeah. it. Um, and I mean, yeah, I was glad that Lala and James were like team Ariana, but I did feel like it was kind of deflecting from like, yeah, it's like, just, can you just be quiet? Like I get what you're going through and all of that stuff, but mm-hmm. like, I just want to figure, I want them to have, it was a lot of noise. And I felt like Tom was able to hide behind that noise because so much was going on. Exactly. It's like, just let him talk because he will bury himself. Yes. Like, you don't need to t- scream, like shut the fuck up to him. Like just let him talk because he will literally say the most outrageous things that will make us hate him even more and that will out himself even more so yeah um yeah I think there was definitely sometimes and oh my god also his comebacks to them was just like him repeating them uh, it's like you are the worst at this dude but then he told James <laughs> that he needs to grow up and it's like I know okay. oh my god like nothing uh, that you say has any kind of valid point or argument to it mm-hmm. you yeah. idiot <laughs> No, and to give Schwartz a little bit more context, because I did listen, he was on Jackson Brittany's podcast yesterday. Um, so at the same time that all of this was happening, 
his father was like in and out of the hospital because he had taken like a severe fall and had a brain leak. And so he was being like transferred to a bunch of hospitals. One of his triplet brothers had been diagnosed with testicular cancer at that same time. And then the other brother was entered into rehab. Plus they're trying to open up this bar that's way behind and they're like over financing it. They're like way out of budget. Tom is MIA on his tour. And so he said he was like the little and going through a divorce as well. He's like the little amount of bandwidth that I had for other people's issues was so small. So when Tom was telling me like me and Ariana aren't great, I've been trying to break up with her. She's not taking it. You know, of course, I'm sure he used her mental health like, oh, she's going to do this and that. So I can't leave her. Um, Tom just took him at his word. And it's like, that doesn't completely give him a pass. But like, I understand where Mm -hmm. he's coming from. It's like, he had a lot of his own shit going on that he really couldn't focus on what the fuck they were saying. And also, if we're giving Ariana the pass of like, you take them at their face value, then I think shorts also it's like, well, if Tom Mm -hmm. is telling you this, then you should take him at his face value because that's your best friend. But I will say that the trip to Big Bear where it's like they went on a double date, suspect. When was that? What month was that? Do you know? Late January. Okay. Yeah. So that's when like, uh, Tom, this is when Schwartz claims that Sandoval copped him being and late January being like, you know, we had that one night stand in August that you were aware of back then, but I think I'm in love with her and we're going to start a relationship. It's insane. Yeah. And you saying all about that with Schwartz, I forgot he was going through all Mm -hmm. of those things. And so now I kind of understand where he gets kind of, he is talking to Ariane and he's like, he, um, what did he say? He took my kindness and -hmm. took advantage of it and all of that stuff. Mm -hmm. But it's like Schwartz, like if you're going through all that, meanwhile, Tom's literally just having an affair, living his life going on tour getting Mm -hmm. his white nails done like he doesn't care about you no and I think he finally realized that in this podcast it really sounds he's definitely taken a step back from him he says that they haven't talked or seen each other in a long time because Schwartz was just on that show on Fox and Tom's been touring um and he said he was like he just honestly he needs to check his fucking ego at the door and truly apologize without a but and his ego and his pride is getting the best of him. And he says, he sold me a bill of goods and it was complete shit. And wow. that he truly believes he was like lying to him the whole time. And he believes Ariana and that he took advantage of his kindness. Wow. So he said all those things on the podcast. Who knows if what the truth or whatever, but that is what he said. That makes my heart hurt. I know. So what else? Let's just go through like the big things because it was just, I think another thing that I love about this is she's so quick and succinct and clearly states her shit, Ariana. And she just says it. There's no like stuttering. There's no, I get really frustrated. I'll start crying because I'm so frustrated. Like she just fucking says all the shit you want to say to somebody you hate. It's so Uh good. (laughs) She she says all all those dark thoughts you have in your head <laughs> uh-huh um so one thing i noticed is that fucking tom was just death staring rock hell the whole time i hated it 
Yeah. It's because you can tell that he coached her. And so he's literally Absolutely. like, he's almost mouthing the words mm-hmm. with his little skinny lips and his little Ugh. beady eyes. Yeah. And I didn't like just, that either. No. And the only time she broke this character of like, this is what I'm supposed to say was they brought up the idea that Tom had floated this open relationship out into the universe so that he could get away with cheating and stuff like that because people would be like, oh, well, didn't you hear like they're an open relationship and it'll just be this whisper campaign. Um, But they said that Ariana says that Raquel, the reason they know about it is Raquel told somebody else that Tom told her at Coachella that they were in an open relationship and Raquel like literally whips to Tom and it's just like, I didn't say that. I didn't say that. And Tom's like, I know he didn't. Yeah. And like, he's high pitched. Like, you know, he's fucking pissed about it. And she's scared of like what his reaction's going to be. She was just like, I didn't say that. I didn't say that. And I was just like, dude, that alone feels so uncomfortable to me I know. as a viewer. I also thought for as much as everyone was I don't know if attacking is the right word to say but I mean they were really giving it to Rachel oh yeah yeah girl Tom sure just he sat back like he Mm -hmm. was not bothered by it at all no because it didn't affect him and he was finally getting you know not the brunt of it for an hour He's a fucking worm and he's disgusting. And I am so glad that Lala a few times during it pointed out to Raquel, like, this is you. This is going to happen to you. Like, please Mm -hmm. be aware of that. Like, even though Lala fucking hates her and all this other stuff, I I do think it's a a fucking favor that she's like, girl, wake up. Like, this is going to happen to you trying to point out the examples like right Mm -hmm. then and there because i mean if they tell her she's probably not gonna comprehend because and this was a line that andy had um had teased before andy cohen said tom sandoval says something that's gonna make every woman in america hate him and after he says this Lala's like he's gonna talk about you this way at some point like fucking wake the fuck up so um they come on to the topic of like Tom have you cheated with anybody else during this time and he's like no and then they like bring up some rumors that have come out since the scandal started he was like you guys don't even have like receipts or whatever shut the fuck up and Ariane is just like well you know who he did sleep with while he was sleeping with Raquel me and Tom goes without missing a beat yeah and you kept your shirt on the whole time that was hot and my god was everybody just like wow dude even shorts like puts his his head in his hands and just says dude come on bro like you can't say that everyone's like you're fucking disgusting you are so disgusting and that's when Lala's like Raquel do you see this (laughs) it's so sad it's like how are you gonna I don't. I felt like we were talking about t-shirt. I thought we were talking about t-shirt sex like a few weeks ago. I don't remember were what. Yeah, I feel like Probably. I've been bring, I've been bringing it up a lot, and so like I felt triggered. I was like, "Yeah, what you trying wow. to say? Like you're telling me not even the beautiful girlies with the nice bodies aren't safe with t-shirt sex? Like you're telling yeah. me they're also gonna get attacked and judged yeah. by their partner?" I don't it's think so. so. Like, it's what so is gross. wrong with you? 
It's because he knows that's one that's of disgusting. her triggers. That is, is her body so image. Fucked up. Yeah. So that like, was his way to go pig. at her. A pig. Yeah. Like my so heart hurt. I was just like, mm. like every time, because I've watched the episode a few times, mm-hmm. that moment, I'm it makes me sad. It's like you're really not safe in a re- like you're really not safe in a relationship. No, and that's like what I don't get. Like literally before that happens, he's crying because he feels so bad that he put her through this and stuff. And I'm like, you're telling me this is someone you claim to love and will love forever for nine years. And you are so casually mentioning A, your sex life with her on national TV, B, her body image issues that you know is a big point for her. And and also see it's to put her down and also so that Raquel hears it so that it's like we weren't having good sex Raquel like don't worry about it like it was bad it was just run of the mill like take your panties off I'll jump on top and then we'll get this done with even though it's like Ariana doesn't want to have sex with you dude and she's just doing it so that you are happy and you're still fucking shaming her about it Mm -hmm. disgusting I would like if and I she probably doesn't comprehend it but it's like no I would be like whoa like if I was Raquel in Mm -hmm. my mind I'd be like whoa what the fuck like are you stupid why would you say that like that is sickening I know like you're literally a pig the fact that she didn't jump in and say like dude that's too fucking far that's fucking disgusting just shows you that like she doesn't process things that quickly and also I think this is also a big thing with her. Everything is about beauty with her. So it's like, oh, wow, she didn't take her shirt off during sex. Like, she must not really like it. Like, I could see her. That's like her thought process. Because even several times during this part, she still truly thinks that the only reason people don't like her is because they're jealous of her or that she got attention. Like, she tells Lala at one point, the reason I think Lala hates me is because uh, James used to give her a lot of attention. And then when I came into the picture, she got less. And Lala's like, is this chick fucking insane? Like, that's why she thinks I don't like her? With the Oliver situation, the girls trip, they get into a big fight because Raquel gets really drunk and Lala tells her, Lala is sober. She's been sober for four and a half years. She goes, dude, Raquel, like, I wouldn't trust you around my man when you're drunk. Like, you get, like, very promiscuous or something like that's what mm-hmm. she in- bird and then Raquel super drunk goes well it's a good thing you don't have a man around or something like that which Lala immediately was just like wow all right fuck you Mm -hmm. and that's what she was upset about but for Raquel she can't get past the fact she still thinks that the reason that Lala's upset about that night is because this dude Oliver decided to make out with Raquel and not Lala and it's like it's not about that but she can't think any deeper than that it's always so surface like it's always about jealousy it's always about well this guy picked me and not you and that's why you're mad I'm pretty sure she probably thinks Ariana is this pissed at her because she got picked and Ariana didn't it has nothing to do with like the deep amount of betrayal and all the other stuff that we've obviously gone over 500 million times but she is so fucking surface level and as deep as a fucking puddle that she truly thinks it's like oh well these girls are just jealous because this dude picked me and not them and that's why they're so fucking mad at me it's like oh yeah 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 that's why I have a hard time going back and forth of like I feel bad for her because it's like honestly like if you do feel bad you wouldn't be saying these things Mm -hmm. but 
but that's when I go back and I'm like, but she truly feels that like she can't, she doesn't understand it deeper than that, Mm -hmm. which is so crazy to me. There were a few times though, when, I mean, Ariana's my girl, but Mm -hmm. Michelle, I was just like grinding my teeth. I'm like, oh, like you need to let up just a little Ariana, like please. (laughs) Just when she was like, you're nothing. I'm just oh. like, oh my God, please don't tell her that. Like, oh Lord. I know. When she just like, she literally stabbed her with her stare and her tone and just like her saying you're nothing. Um, I wrote little- down some of her greatest hits. Okay, let's hear. <laughs> Not the greatest uh. hits. <laughs> Girl, they, that should be the next t-shirt. Is where it's like a greatest hits album and it uh-huh. just has her little sayings as if it's the song titles. Yeah. Love oh it. my God. They're horrible. Even my notes, it like starts out in all lower cases and um, then halfway through it's just all in capitals and each point usually starts out with wow. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, um, one thing she said, she called her a Dementor. She said, you're a fucking Dementor. Yeah, I know you like Harry Potter. She told her she hopes Charlotte, her dead dog, Girl, I loved that. I was like, get her, Charlotte. Get her, ghost Charlotte. (laughs) She goes, I hope Charlotte fucking haunts you. At one point, she goes, you're ugly, you're hideous, you're rotten, you're a rotten piece of moldy fucking fruit. Um... This is the one that you were saying maybe went too far. She goes, I know you've never had an original thought of your own, so let this sink in. You are nothing. And then talking about their relationship, she goes, it's a fucking abomination. Abort it. She She says, you're a fucking downgrade, babe. Then at another point, Lisa is talking to Raquel and she goes, I feel like you were acting like this was a pageant and you were competing against all these girls. And then... James goes, well, she's not going to win this pageant either, Lisa. She hasn't won a pageant in her life. Oh, my God. James was too much. I know. And there was there was so much more. Oh, my God. What, what about, break. did you say the cheese grater one? No, no. She said, she told her to go fuck herself with a cheese grater. Yeah. I mean, obviously, I, f- I feel like she watched the Evil Dead Rise trailer Ooh, recently. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> it was oh my I mean, god she laid into her and i think i think because because she's so slow to process things it felt okay in the time because she was just blank faced not crying not emotional about it just fucking taking it as if like all right well fuck you i don't care what you think about me but then i kind of feel bad watching the interview later because it's like okay it just took her a few days to really absorb all of that and that was a lot to absorb because i i mean at one but then it's like ariana says this where she's just like you know they're talking about that first night that tom and raquel got together which is literally the day that fucking ariana's dog died and she goes you held me in my arms the day that my dog died and then went and fucked my husband. Like, for the first time, too. It's like, mm-hmm. that is what initiated this? Like, it's fucked up. Yeah. It's fucked up. I just, I don't know how she doesn't understand. <laughs> I know. Because, I don't know. It just, it's so frustrating. Well, and I feel like a lot, like, in some of the Vanderpump groups, like, People literally, they're like, everyone cheated. Like, why is Aria? And it's like, they don't get it. It's like, no, she was literally being her best friend to her Mm -hmm. face. Mm -hmm. 
-hmm. Meanwhile, she's being fucking evil behind her back. And I don't think Lisa really got the whole picture because she was so shocked when she found out that Tom had dressed up as Rachel for Halloween. Like, Mm -hmm. I just think she kind of, like, she kind of was like, everyone's cheated. What's the point? Like, what's the big deal? And it's like, Lisa, what are you talking about? No. And then another thing, it's like all the girls have had up and down relationships. Like there's been points where like, you know, Lala and Katie are good friends now, but there was a time where they fucking hated each other. And same with Katie and Sheena and Sheena and Lala. Ariana has always had a great standing relationship with Raquel. Ariana is the only reason Raquel has ever even had screen time because she was willing to film with her and take her in and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. So fuck off like even Sheena at the beginning didn't like Raquel Ariana was the only person and she says that at one point because they're like well why did this happen and she goes well I feel like Tom's the only person that's ever heard or seen me and Ariana goes and I never have and she goes well to be honest and she goes fuck off like are you kidding me I was the only person that was there for you when you were going through issues with James and stuff like that and Ariana and Raquel goes well, I only felt really comfortable going to Tom with a lot of stuff. And Ariana goes, inappropriate. Right there. Inappropriate mm-hmm, relationship. Mm-hmm. It, it is insane. It is so crazy. I don't I don't fault Ariana. And then also to go back for, well, everyone cheats or like cheating's cheating. It doesn't matter. Yada, yada, yada. This drives me crazy. Cheating is cheating. Yes, you can say that. That's a fact. But there are levels and there are differences. If I told you, that Joe cheated on you with a random hookup at a bar one night, one time mm-hmm. thing. It's a stranger. You don't know them, whatever. Mm-hmm. It's going to fuck you up. You're going to fucking hate it. It's going to cause issues. What if I told you that Joe had been cheating for seven months with your mom? Is that Did not a different yeah. situation? Yeah. Is that not going to cause ripples within your own life? Does that not make you then have to be like, what do I tell my dad? How are my siblings going to react to this? How is this going to break up the family? Are my kids going to want to know who grandma is anymore? How is this going to fuck up our whole entire fucking lives? It's the rippling. Yes. It's that. uh, Cheating is not cheating. Mm -hmm. (laughs) It drives me crazy. I know. Sorry. I don't don't know why I use the mom. It's okay. You're fine. (laughs) (laughs) Well, we know what what porn categories you're searching (laughs) for. (laughs) <laughs> I just thought of like who is the worst person that your husband yeah, can cheat and on and like you the with? closest per- I get it yeah what I didn't appreciate along with everything else <laughs> is that Lisa had to tell Tom which they included on the super pumped episode she had to tell Tom like you need to at least say sorry to everyone like they might tell you fuck you now but you just need to at like stop coaching him stop being his mom like just fucking stop it i know and then he starts crying it's like i don't believe a single tear no like you're an actor you're an actor no one believes you and when he did that at the end i was like okay so this was the monologue that he was trying to do at the beginning that they like shut him down oh he just i'm gonna do it now yep that's what i assumed it was did you feel like for a split second at the very end, like the last words, last thoughts of when mm-hmm. Tom is like, I'll always be cheering you on from afar. Like, I just feel like Ariana, like she kind of let her shield down for just like a split second. Cause mm-hmm. she was like, just the way she looked and the way that her eyes kind of became towards him. 
I don't know. I feel like that she was just like, I I wish I could believe you because this would I be know. nice to hear. But and then her to be like, I don't forgive you and I will not be cheering you on from afar. I was like, I know. Girl, how are you so how are you this good? How are you so good at this? <laughs> Mary It's me. so beautiful. It's so beautiful how <laughs> tough you fucking are. Yeah. Because yeah, it you want it's like you spent seven fucking years with this person. You know the sweet sides to this person. They demolished it when they did this act, but that still will flutter up, you know? Mm -hmm. But isn't it scary that you honestly don't know someone 100%? No, you can't. You can never. I'm sure, like, yeah, there were probably issues that she had with Tom, obviously. She probably hated Mm -hmm. some things about him. But for him to be this spiteful with the words that he's saying... Like you, you, she probably was like, wow, I didn't know that you had that. Yes. Like I knew you were petty. I knew you could be sour sometimes, but that is like. Mm -hmm. Because it's like, so you had all of these resentments within you and you didn't let me know them at all. And now you're using them against me as to why you needed to break up with me, but you didn't even, I wasn't even clued in. And you were just thinking all these things about me. That's Mm -hmm. fucked up. That's Mm -hmm. crazy. Yeah. That's why, you know, sometimes I feel like Jake, like, is sometimes too brash or blunt, but I always know exactly what he's thinking all the time. Mm -hmm. No, that's good. Yeah. You want to know where someone is standing all the time. Mm -hmm. Like sometimes I want to know what the playbook is. That's yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. And sometimes it might hurt. Sometimes I'm not in the mood for it because it's, I'm not saying like he's like, you're a piece of shit or anything like that. But it's like, sometimes he'll be like, I feel like you never do this thing. And I'm just like, oh, well, goddamn. Like, all right. I feel like you need to take the shirt off. (laughs) I feel like you need to take the shirt off. (laughs) No, he just pulls it up. (laughs) By the way, I actually bought. I bought my first something about her merch last night. <gasps> Stop it. What'd you get? Girl, that fucking t-shirt because I am a fan <gasps> of t-shirt sex because it's kind of spooky looking too. Yeah, it is. I love that. And then I just got the crew neck, the black one. Oh, very just says nice. something about her. Yeah. Very nice. I was like, all right, girl, you can get my money. <laughs> yeah. Um. So when the episode dropped, they something about her, which is Katie and Ariana's new sandwich shop. They released a T-shirt that the name of the T-shirt is "Fuck Me in This T-shirt," and so, so it's good. gray. It does say "Fuck Me in This T-shirt," but it's like almost in that like black metal font mm-hmm. in red, so like you can't really read it, which is good for public use. Yep. And then in the middle, it's a a little illustration of Ariana like ripping apart a grilled cheese sandwich. Ugh. Love it so much. It's cute. I liked it. Yeah. Oh, my God. But yeah, so that's pretty much what happened. You guys all need to just check it out. Just watch the reunion in its entirety. Even if you don't watch Vanderpump Rules, it is, it was great. Part two is whatever, but yeah, my God. And I also wish that they could have, because we saw the reaction that Sheena had. We saw the reaction that Rachel had when they would watch each other. Mm-hmm. I wish that Andy would have been like, if you could talk to Sheena, yes. what would you say? Like, it's just yep. things like that. I feel like mm-hmm. we're not in the reunion and it was like such a missed opportunity because nothing yeah. was answered. The only and thing that satisfied me was that Ariana just used her words to slice yeah. and dice. Mm-hmm. 
Because I do think that Raquel owed Sheena something. Because Sheena also is one of her really good friends. She hooked her up with an apartment after she broke up with James. She literally mothered her like a big sister. And for Raquel to throw a restraining order at her after all of that, because she fucked up with an affair with her best friend, like that was so fucked up. Um, Yeah, I I feel like that was a missed opportunity too. I do want to ask you one last thing, just Mm -hmm. as a conversational piece. So uh, they took a break. This is when Raquel and Tom go off and talk for a little bit before they bring Sheena back. Um, In the main room while they're on break, Lala is asking Ariana. She goes, so Ariana, like, obviously there had to be an emotional affair before it got physical. Like if Tom had gone to you before it got physical and said, like, I'm starting to have feelings about Raquel. Like, what would you have done? Like, what, what would you do? And she goes, it would be two things. Either we break up and it's done or he never sees Raquel again. That would be the only things I accept. And then Lala said, and then would you still be mad? Like if I think what she was inferring, it's like, well, if you guys broke up and then he started a thing with Raquel, like, would you still be mad this bad? Mm-hmm. And she goes, I would be mad, but I think eventually I would get over it. Yeah. Which is so true. It's like you, if somebody is checked out of the relationship, why would you want to force them to be in a relationship with you? It's you like, wouldn't. go off and be yeah. happy and like start that with somebody else, but you need to break this off first. You can't yeah. do both. What are your thoughts on that though? So I, it was hard for me to hear. I couldn't, I couldn't understand what she was saying. I just only heard that she was like, or never see her again. Mm-hmm. Um, But I, it is like, it's like that person is always so scared to hurt them, but it's like, you're doing so much more damage. Like it yeah, is absolutely. more respectful. It is more loving to be like, I'm like it. You can't help it when you have. Yeah. I mean, you kind of, you can set boundaries to where it's not going to happen as fast or as easy, Mm -hmm. but it's like, just fucking say, just be honest. Like it's going to suck. It's going to suck either way. It's going to be hurtful Mm -hmm. either way. But if you had any respect or any love, like just say it now, break up and then do what you want to do. Exactly. Exactly. Because now looking back, it's like, A, you constantly said that nothing was happening. And so I allowed you to get even closer to this person. Raquel slept at their house all the time, would party with them all the time, would party with Tom after Ariana went to bed. And it's like, you continue to present situations where you could get closer and closer to this person Mm -hmm. instead of like putting those boundaries up because you're starting to feel feelings, which obviously means you're not into me anymore. Like you want this new relationship. And I mean, I don't think Ariana wouldn't have begged him. Like you're not going to beg Jake if he's like, I am feeling this way. Yeah, You're going to yeah. be like, get the fuck out of here. Like if mm-hmm. you're not in this, bye. Exactly. If he came to me and said, I'm starting to have feelings for this other person, I would do the same thing. I would say, well, do you still want to be in a relationship with me and work through it and work on it even more? Like, obviously we need to up our game if you're starting to feel feelings for somebody else. And also you can't interact with that person anymore because I don't even want that to be a thing. Mm -hmm. Or unfortunately we break up and you go off and do whatever you're going to do. I'm not going to hold anybody hostage in a relationship. No, that's not a thing. No, it's (laughs) not. And nobody wants to do that either. So like the fact that he was even like, touting that around for a while like I couldn't leave she wouldn't let me leave it's like nobody 
on the other end wants to keep somebody hostage in a relationship if they're not into them. Like that's so mm-hmm. shitty. Like, oh, I know you don't want to be with me, but like you have to stay here with me. Nobody does that. Well, I guess some people do that, but right. I, I don't think Ariana would do that. Do you think that he was more scared because he said it was like an emotional avalanche to tell her? Or do you think that he was like, was it that? Or was he like, eventually I could get this to work as a thruple? Or was he like, I still like Ariana. Like, let me see which one's going to be the better woman. No, I think he was trying to push away Ariana as much so that she pulled the trigger and broke up with him. So he didn't have to do it. So he didn't have to do it. And then, and then that's even better for him because he is the dejectee and therefore it's okay if he finds love. Yeah. Yeah. He can do the Schwartz Katie MO that he was doing all thing. You broke up with him. You divorced him. He can do whatever he wants. So that's what he was trying to go for. (sighs) Gross. I know. They all suck. Who's coming back to the show? What's that looking like? Like, I think they all will. And Rachel's like kind of on the fence. Okay, but do you think that Ariana's going to try to up her pay? Yeah, I think they all will. She fucking better. Mm -hmm. I think they all will. And I think they'll all get it because no matter what, even if next season's a flop, people are going to tune in at least in the beginning. So they -hmm. might as well try try and up everything. Unless unfortunately i hope that they do contracts every year because if they're like in a three year and it's like you're locked in for mm. three years or whatever and it's like and then next mm. season isn't that great or something i think next season's gonna be great though there's so much fallout too. yeah um yeah. to go through because remember it's like this also pretty much happened season two with tom and ariana and Kristen, and then season three was fucking crazy with like Kristen like going around trying to like take everyone down and uh-huh. it was just as nuts so I wish Andy would have been like what do your parents think of this Rachel like oh. are they shocked by your behavior yeah. like there's that would just be so a good many question. yeah what did you think okay we really gotta wrap this up because it's gonna be like <laughs> an hour and a half but what did you think when Lisa's like Lala you gotta calm down like you're so bitter ugh Lisa, I wrote it in my notes too. Lisa did not need to be there. She was just making it even worse. I know. Sticking up for Tom. And for Oliver. What was she saying about Oliver? They were trying to say Lala set up Rachel about that. Uh, Tom was trying to say that Lala knew that he, um, because it's like, she didn't know he wasn't not with the wife when they all went to Paris. But he's trying to say that she found out a few days before the rest of the world found out when the wife like went and threw it all out there and that she didn't give Raquel the heads up. So she was setting up Raquel. I'm like, would Raquel ever give Lala a heads up that something's coming out about her? And Lala's like, I did not know a week before. I knew literally the day before, just like everybody else. So fuck off. Mm -hmm. Tom is just the worst. I love, he just really tried to use anything to just deflect. Yeah, he did not do a great job at that. No, not at all. Well, he didn't have Ariana there to help him out. So true. You guys got to watch it. I know. It's so good. So, so good. Well, now I'm excited to watch the... Oh, is it still audio podcast with Brittany and Jax? Because I know they talked about... I think they're going to do video eventually. And I think Lala's going to do video podcast. Uh, um, It was audio. Okay. With shorts, yeah. All right. 
I know I can't I I gotta crack down on work but it's good because all the podcasts will have recaps of it so I'll just put those on and not mm-hmm. be distracted watch by TV. uh listen to the variety one that they did with Sheena oh yeah yeah I that will. was good mm-hmm. and I'll just say one last thing I really hope that Raquel goes and does an interview with somebody because I really just want to hear her straight thoughts without Sandoval in her ear more of her side and that also reminds me I I felt bad when Lala was like go get mentally evaluated yeah I don't know like, I, I am I didn't <laughs> like that she um, does though, Sam. She, she needs- does, but I feel like she, it was just more. I feel like she was trying to like stinger with it. Yeah, I, mean, I get that. I don't know. I I think I mean I she does need to get evaluated, thing. but it's like yeah. I'm. I wouldn't. I would be like, I'm not saying this to hurt you. I'm just saying like, this is not right. Like something's not right here. Yeah, so maybe you should. Well, it was out. after it was after Raquel said the statement like. Lala didn't like me because James gave me intention instead of her. And Lala's yeah, you're like, right. is this okay. bitch fucking insane? Like, you All need right. fucking help. Yeah. I wouldn't have said it maybe at that point. I just think, like, toward the end, like, with the fucking blankness and the lack of emotion, mm-hmm. I'd be like, what girl, is she, up, girl? She was more concerned about the strap falling off her leg on her <laughs> I shoe. Know. I'm like, girl. Because she's all about appearances. <laughs> yeah. Okay, it's uh, fine that Lala said that, but I'm still... I'm that sad. was rude, but I still I mean, feel like the rude. you are nothing comment was just oh I know. <laughs> she got up and left after that one. Ooh. Okay. Uh, and then wait, and then her being like, <laughs> my voice is getting shaky. I need to take a breath. Mm-hmm. I'm like, literally me. <laughs> <laughs> Tell okay, myself to breathe. <laughs> All right. So crazy, so good. So nasty, so rude. Go watch it. Go watch it and yay for t shirt sex. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>